That it? Is that all we're getting? That's all we're getting. Fifteen seconds. Good cut. Uh, oh, like a whole second. <laughs> Perfect. Um, we're rolling, right, Bob? Absolutely. All right, good. We are the Collar and Elbow Wrestling Podcast. I am your esteemed host, Kenny Oak. No joke. Cool hands, Kenny Silk, the Cajun Oak. Ah, oh, we're talking gaming. Throw it out there. <laughs> uh, but I am joined with a little surprise tonight. I'm joined with by Chris Harris. What do you know? Big shocker. Alert the presses. That's right. Uh, we are talking about a topic that is near and dear to my heart. Just yours? And that is wrestling video games. I'm hype. I'm hype. You don't show it well. I I don't. Corona has got me pretty down. But Yeah, I think it's gotten everyone down. That's but... uh, something like this that'll bring me back up to almost par, but yeah, I don't even know if that's fair. So I'm here. How about that? Uh... It's funny, we're, we're talking about wrestling video games, and earlier today you asked me if I got in any SmackDown last night, Yeah. and and initially when you asked that question, I thought to myself, no, I didn't play any, I didn't play any SmackDown last night, mm-hmm. uh, probably would have been a great idea before the episode, then I realized you were talking about actual the SmackDown <laughs> that airs. <laughs> on Fox every Friday. That's the one. I, th- I feel like proper research on your part would have been to relive some old PlayStation or PS2 era games, but you didn't. I've been doing it. Just not yesterday. Well, nevertheless, it's still an exciting topic, and it's uh, one of those things that still makes me want to have a full-on... When, when I eventually get my man cave in 40 years... I'll have it decked out with all the video games that have ever come out and of all the consoles because talking about it makes me think of the past. Why are you going to wait until you're 60? Uh, you said 40 years. I'd be Why 70. are you going to wait until you're 70? Um, I feel like maybe money will be good by then. or Maybe, Bob. Or, the way my, retire- my 401k is going, uh, uh, it should be, well, before Corona hit. Yeah. I'd be like, my 60s are going to be amazing. Now it's, I don't know if I'm going to make it to next week. Yeah. Everyone's 401k. Oh, the majority of folks 401k, depending on how you push your money around portfolio-wise, is hurting. But that's to be expected. Oh, I throw them in the stock. We should be, we should recover well. Because a lot of my money is in my brokerage accounts when I'm just ruining the stock market. I'm one of those people. So, be positive. Already recovered a good amount. So, okay. that's important. But anyway, yes, we are talking wrestling video games. And I mean going all the way back. I remember playing uh, pro wrestling on the NES. Yeah, the pro wrestling uh, game, yeah. Yeah. With like, oh, it was like something star. Had like a yeah. math star on his face. Okay. Um, but... I really got into wrestling video games with the WWF Royal Rumble okay. by LCN on the Super Nintendo. Jesus. So we're going we're gonna to be hitting the Wayback Machine. Well, we really have nothing better to do because, honestly... Literally nothing. Pre-taped TV on, from WWE and the same content in general from AEW on a weekly basis. Nothing's really sticking out. We should we could prep for Money in the Bank, because that's going to be interesting to watch, at least visually. So Fun. here we are, going back to... Mo- I mean, the majority of our conversation is going to talk about 99 through 2003. That's where we're going back yeah. here, Bubs. And then we'll have a conversation about stuff that even is released you know, no, this all year. The way up. I mean, I loved... WWE 2K15. We both did. Okay, yeah, I loved it. So we'll 
actually go up to that and just stop. It comes to a screeching halt nah. at that point in time. All games uh, have learned to take the Madden approach and have an annual game because people will buy into the idea of buying it annually for updates uh, and roster changes without I'm talking without downloads. Let's let's go back to a time before the internet was really a thing and you were downloading content, whether it be rosters or updated anything. The reason we all bought all the Maddens and NBA Lives and 2Ks in the in the 2000s was for rosters and updated graphics and new you know mechanics and stuff like that. So it's a smart move, Bubs. Yeah, it is. And I understand the approach. Doesn't mean I like it. You don't have to like it. But That's I true. But first, Buzz, I've got a little bit of breaking news for you. What do we got? I've got important PSA brought to you by Manscaped.com. Buzz, this is your pubic service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. And I am talking about the Lawnmower 3.0 Manscaping Trimmer which is now available for purchase. We both have ours. They are a tremendous piece of engineering. The 3.0, my favorite part of the 3.0, is the little LED light now that it has. Once you turn that bad boy on, 2.0 didn't have that. So the 3.0 definitely does. Waterproof. It's skin safe. It's a perfect ball trimming device. Look, we want you guys to take advantage of the offer that we have for you now. We both love Manscaped and their products. Obviously, the 3.0 is a big deal. So go to manscaped.com, and when you check out, use our promo code ELBOW, E-L-B-O-W. You're going to get 20% off anything you get. It doesn't have to be the 3.0 trimmer. It can be anything. You'll get 20% off your order and free shipping. Use the code E-L-B-O-W, Bubs. Great. Great product. Love the company. Go get it. All right. So, Bubs, what was your first foray into wrestling video games? I went very hard into WWF Attitude and WWF Warzone on the PlayStation. This is probably 99, around that time. I'd forget when, but it had to be around 98 or 99. And I was going hard on a very simple game. There was nothing elaborate about Attitude or... No. Um... Warzone. They were made by Acclaim. They were okay, yep. right? So it, that, that, that's really what got me into it. I was excited to play it. You know, it was very simple. Move, the movesets were very small. And, the, I mean, there were no storylines, really. You could do a version of, like, season, you know, modes, if you will. But um, that was really what I got into. It was 99 when I was 9 years old when gaming was, you know, a, a peak of my life along with wrestling. So that was me. And I think from there, it was very hard to transition because, I mean, though I called myself a gamer, per se, it's difficult to say that I put a lot of time into it. Because when you're nine, you got a lot of things going. You got sports going, you got, you know, school and, and everything else that I considered myself good or bad at at the time. So for me to, when I made the transition to... What was the first one? It would have been just WWF SmackDown, right? That would have been the first. Yeah, um, the first one was just called SmackDown. Right, that was THQ's first installment of the game, which really started everything. Yeah. And them and Ukes made it. Ukes, really. And um, um, that, that, that's the transition I took, Bubs. It was difficult for me, though, because like, when I was in playing, when I was a nine-year-old kid on Attitude, I was just messing around. But SmackDown and then, you know, after that, just bring it really got me into gameplay and season mode and get, dedicating myself deeply into the game with all the things that they added into it. Right, and I really jumped into it, like I said earlier, with uh, WWF Royal Rumble or the Super Nintendo. Me and my brother would spend weekends, the whole weekend, just doing Royal Rumbles, seeing uh, seeing who could last the longest. Because uh, at the end of each Royal Rumble, it would give you your stats, like how yeah. long it lasted. And Oh man, the Rumbles. Yeah, playing two, would, playing co-players with like with like a brother or a friend in that shit was just so yeah. fun. When you're nine, you got nothing better to do. Or ten years old, like that was life, man. Like I have a, I have a couple friends that we that we would play with. Either my friend Anthony or Jacob. We'd be sitting there for hours on the weekends doing nothing 
but gaming. And now I see it as like, oh, I wouldn't want my kids to do that because you're like, you're sucked into the TV. Get your face away from the screen. You're going to burn your eyes out. But like at that time, that was just life. It was so much fun. That was just life. Yeah. And so I, I would play WWF Royal Rumble with my brother. Um, I remember having, so I became a big WCW fan. Right. Around that time. And had the PS1 in this game called WCW versus the world okay. <clears throat> came on the PS one. It had a bunch of licensed WCW guys. It had Paul Kogan, Sting, Crispin Waugh, uh, but it also had a bunch of kind of generic, uh, Japanese wrestlers right. and other kind of wrestlers from around the world that were based on actual wrestlers. But without actually time. trademarking them and using their real names. So my favorite thing that I would do is you can do a tournament mm. and you can just have the computer wrestle all the matches. Yeah. And I was always big into that. I would just love to just sit and watch and kind of commentate. You still do it to this day, you piece of shit. Yeah. Nothing's changed. Nothing's changed. I do it with Fire Pro Wrestling now. Yeah. Um, but that was, that was kind of the wrestling game I was really into for a while up until... WWF SmackDown came out. Bob's. I even remember buying. Game. It did. It changed everything. I remember buying no the 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 gaming. I forget. There's a technical term, right? The gaming books that they would come out. They'd be like an inch thick, and they're like strategy. It was a strategy guide, essentially. But to WWF Attitude, it was basically it just went through the entire roster, told you how to do their moves, and it was just it was a hyped up magazine. I remember being. And uh, so my parents, we would go to the store like Walmart or the mall and we'd walk in and they would just be like, okay, we know where you're going. Just wait there till we come and get you. Yes. And I'd so I would go. Yeah. So I'd go to the electronic section where you could still play like demos of PS1 games. Yep. You're, you're like heads Way straight up, up in, in your neck because you're playing the 64. A thousand people have touched the controller before you. Yeah. But I remember because I rented WWF Attitude, I saw that WWF Attitude booklet yeah. that you're talking about and sat there for maybe 30 minutes just reading through all the moves, yep. just reading out the character bios that they had in it. I loved it. So it was, uh, God, why can't we have stuff like that anymore? Kids well, don't know They don't the know jewelry. what that is. Because the years all in the 90s, like... <sighs> with internet that wasn't the internet yet and electronics that weren't electronics yet but life was simple and, and fun the weekends were the greatest time for me back then Bubs. but back onto topic things really changed when WWF released WWF Smackdown and then I mean Know, yeah. your, know your Role came pretty quick excuse me Just Bring It came pretty quick after that but things no, changed it, um, it was it was Know Your Role that was second Mm -hmm. SmackDown 2, Know Your Role. Yep. Then it was... And Just Bring It. And then the PlayStation 2 era started with Just Bring It, Shut Your Mouth, and Here Comes the Pain. Mm -hmm. But uh, I want to kind of just stick with uh, SmackDown and SmackDown 2 on the PS1 for a little bit because I have a ton of just stories. Good. Um, so my favorite part of those games, especially the first two was the season mode because it wasn't, it wasn't really storyline based. Like once you got into the PS2 era, it was always based around a story. You had to play essentially a set path. Yep. With, with this season mode, you didn't have that. You just, you picked your wrestler and you would just go from week to week, each raw, each SmackDown. And then you'd wrestle uh, the pay-per-view yeah, and you know, based on how you did, you 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 ended up in title matches. Yeah, got thrown into a random tag team every once in a while. If you started with like The Rock, Triple H, Stone Cold, you were immediately uh, in the main event, wrestling for the title. And you could you could just play that for and, and it went it was never ending. Yep. Uh, you could go hundreds of years if you wanted to. <laughs> Put a cap on it. Fuck. <laughs> Trust me, it's possible. 
uh, I put in the time. But like you said earlier, just having having friends. So me and my cousin would go and spend the weekend at my grandparents, and I would bring SmackDown, and we would just we would just play. The, I would be I would usually be the Rock. Okay. I love the Rock Bottom, and he would be Stone Cold, and we would just. We would just just play for hours just to see who would become champ if we ever had to wrestle each other. Yeah. Uh, the Royal Rumble was the biggest, uh, probably the best two player experience you can do shit on any fun. wrestling game and extremely competitive. And as I remember it, you could choose if you were if your guy was eliminated, you could choose to take control of the next guy coming in, <laughs> right, or the entrance or something like that. And you can wait until you and wait until someone that you exactly. that you like and that, that and was. You, I have a vivid memory of being stuck with, I don't want to say stuck, but I mean, Takamichi Noku was like some reason really late in the draw, and I had been eliminated playing with one of my friends, and he was dominating, and I got thrown out, and it was like, I should take him now at 29 or whatever, and not risk it being worse at 30, because you, you never know who it's going to be. But you could literally go for hours because, like, you'd play you'd play one-on-one -on -one matches sometimes, or you'd team up and say, let's be a tag team now, let's make our own stable and move on from there and try to challenge you know the top yeah. guys and stuff or play against the Hardys or the Dudleys because that shit was there to you and it's you could do anything in the game even though you look back and you know the graphics were kind of trash the the grappling system was weak the move sets were limited right so but that didn't it didn't matter somehow as long as you got to rock bottom yes and wrestling at the time was at its peak so you were hyped yeah no matter and I'm telling you, just being because back then that was like the universe mode for us back then, uh, yeah. and that was our sandbox. Like we could, if I wanted to take Edge to the championship, I could, but I had to earn that. I, I had to earn it. I couldn't just create a match and put him in. I had to. I had to win yeah. week in and week out. Because those were the titles where. Regardless of who, like when when they had the rosters finalized, whoever was in the game as champ, whether it be Triple H or Rock at the time, you couldn't change you couldn't change titles in exhibition mode like you can do now and recognize new champs. So if it was Triple H, which I think it was for a lot of those times in the 2000 2001 time, it was you, the title is going to stay on him unless you can get through that season mode and get to it. Or sometimes you'd, we'd just fake it and say, "This is for the championship. I'm going to be the new champ," and it's not really recognized because yeah. THQ fucked us. But that's fine. God, what, what about in those days? Create a superstar. I'm ready to talk about it. I'm ready. Yes, just just jump right in. It gets better with age, which is something the SmackDown brand did as it went through the years and got to SmackDown versus Raw and so on. Right? Is it gets better every year graphically, and the move sets got better. You know, the, as a, the grappling system gets better, it it all just continued to function better each year. That's what I remember cuz I'd buy I had every edition of the game. I had SmackDown. I had I definitely had Know Your Role. I had Just Bring It. I had Shut Your Mouth, right? And so on. I had up until up until literally all of them. Up until 2K9, I had probably every installment up to that point and then I took several years off after that point when you do adult things. But Every year it got better. Every year I was more excited to create a guy who was like, you know, 6, 7, 290, but was an athletic freak flying off the top rope, wearing ridiculous gear and having weird finishers. Big test fan. And <laughs> the dude was doing everything. Power finishers, super kicks, everything off the top rope. And that's what it gave me is because... Huh? 450 splash. 450 because what it, it what it made me do was as a kid me and my friends the same friends i played with we would play wrestling on the trampoline and we would be wrestlers and we'd have our entrance music and we have had all these childish things and then we'd take it into the digital world and get it on the game and i had a memory card full of saved players or created wrestlers for all of our all of our uh, groups and stables that we made because it was our way of transitioning what we wanted to be in the real world to the digital world so we could actually make it happen. And that's what I did. I loved it. Not in, in SmackDown, but in SmackDown 2, Know Your Role and Just Bring It, I got even more into it at that point. I was... I, I didn't like it uh, in the first SmackDown game. SmackDown 2, Know Your Role, I really jumped into it. But I was awful 
at creating people. It takes time, uh, though. Those games, uh, just because I'd always make them look really stupid. Yeah. And I, I can look back on it and, and agree. Like, it had, like, frosted hair with, like, baggy tights, and <laughs> it, it looked terrible, but he would win. He'd win all the time, but it wasn't until kind of the PS2 era where the creation, I think, was really yeah. hit stride because you could spend hours in the creation suite just doing every single move, yeah, going through every move and being like, what's it going to look like? And getting to kind of take everything for a nice little test drive. Yeah. Uh, also, when you could use superstars as a template like i was a huge yeah. hurricane fan and Take i remember having yes i remember having shut your mouth i believe it was and i created the tornado so the hurricane and tornado the tornado was blue what a tag team and, huh? yeah, and he teamed with the hurricane oh. um, that was that was the first time i really liked one of my creative guys <laughs> um just oh I love the hurricane. The hurricane. Me too. <laughs> Shane Helms, man. At any any installment of him, is good. Yeah, Sugar Shane is tremendous. But big video gamer too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, creating a superstar was. I had more fun just watch just just going through all the different moves and testing out all the moves, figuring out what finisher. I wanted because that's when you could see you could just go through the entire moveset and you could just play finisher after finisher and that was just kind of cool too to watch green guy versus red guy right I think it's really what it was and they would do all the finishers and as the game got better of course those moves looked a lot better and the one yeah. thing that I I'd always I'm, I'm pretty sure it was in shut your mouth by at that point but you could edit stables right and I would put myself yeah. into another tag team or create a new stable with a whole bunch of different people and say, this is who I want to be. You can be damn sure I was part of the APA with several different people because I'm a mark for Ron Simmons, right? So I'm all, in on, I'm all in on that. So that, that, that was a, a thing that progressed with the game, and I just loved it because it just gave you freedom to do whatever you wanted. You could be a wrestler as a child if you wanted. Yes, and, and then you could take your superstar into season mode and try to win a title with them. But yeah. the most fun was just being able to just play with your friends. Like you said, having having friends over. One of my best friends, Joel, he would come over and we would literally play the Royal Rumble for an entire weekend. Just do the Royal Rumble match over and over again. And we would just spam clothesline, like throw yes. throw the guy to the rope and clothesline him right out. That's it. Back when you could do that. Yeah, there was no uh, grappling system or mini game you had to get through. Nope, you just clotheslined them right off. You get them close to the rope, and you just throw them out. Yes. So, I think if I had to choose, the PlayStation Two era is far and away the best era when it comes yeah. to not just wrestling games, but rest, being able to play multiplayer with your friends. Yeah, and that was just bring it and shut your mouth primarily. Here comes your, here comes the pain was on there too, obviously, but that's no. I, here comes the best one. That's the one with Brock Lesnar on the. Yeah, that's that's the absolute best title. I'm saying it started with just bring oh. it in 2001, 2002 time, and then it just progressed from there and got a lot better. I'm absolutely a, a, yeah. a big believer in Here Comes the Pain as the best SmackDown game, really to be released uh, of that entire time. And and we'll we'll get into that in a little bit. Um. So. I guess so. PS1 era, PS2 era, then it jumped to 360 and PS3 with the SmackDown versus Raw series. Right. Which started on the PS2, but uh, starting with SmackDown versus Raw 2007, made its way to the HD console. Mm. And that was the first. When I got, when my parents got me an Xbox 360. That was actually the first game that I bought. Okay. My own money. I had I had a job. I was like, I'm going to buy a game. My brother was like, you should get Oblivion. And I said, um, why? When SmackDown vs. Raw 2007 
is readily available. It's right here, ready for the picking. Yeah. So I I picked that game, and I was not disappointed. That was a tremendous game. I believe it had Triple H on everything. Had Triple H on the cover back then. Oh, I'm sure he's on the. I don't I don't specifically remember that cover, but I'm sure he's on it. It wouldn't be the 2008 one because that was featuring ECW, and that was me on the PSP. Ooh, I recall. Yeah, that that was my that got me through uh, Iraq deployment 2009. PlayStation Portable. To Undertaker on the cover. I, I I did have a PSP with me, Iraq 2009, mm. um, but I was playing Final Fantasy VII Crisis Core. You I wish I had SmackDown, but but I was also em, emulating at the time, so I had a PS1 uh, on my computer with other Final Fantasy games and the first SmackDown. You were so emulating I, I, back I then, hope. too, huh? No, oh, I've been emulating since since back in the day. Since way back in the day, NES, Game Boy, uh, Super Nintendo. Okay. Back in two thousand one, old school. As but the, yeah, tell me about the difference of it on on handheld. I never had a handheld wrestling game. Uh, what what was was it better? Was it worse? Truth, what was truthfully being. Out? Being as committed I am to console gaming in general, it's was it's very hard to to get into a PSP. It was I don't I don't have it anymore. It didn't last long, but you know, and the the Vita didn't do what it was supposed to either for fans. But I had a Vita, and I liked it, but yeah, as in the circumstances that I was living in, it was ideal because I still had I got I got my fix. You know, I got the the graphics were certainly decent for the handheld that I was expecting it to be in early generation PSPs. Was it? Hmm? Oh nine? It'll be the show ten. I don't remember. I guess. Well, it it would have been oh nine. I had that for the. It uh, it was pretty good. Yeah, they they weren't bad. It, it's just hard to really commit to it. Like I, I would never be able to put hours into it like I would for true right. console gaming. Because it's just it's such a different format, but I enjoyed it. It gave me the ability. Really, all I wanted to do was you know do some exhibition matches, be my favorite favorite wrestlers, do some finishes on some on some dudes. That's really the only reason why I bought the game, and why I probably bought other random games for the PSP at the time was just to burn some hours before sleep because that's really what you do in certain situations like that. So that's it was good enough. I wasn't a huge fan though. Hmm? Now we're working twelve hour days at least when I you know. I was working twelve-hour days, and yet, you're, essentially, yeah, four hours of four or five hours of downtime before you had to sleep. Yeah, before you worked another twelve hours. So, having that kind of entertainment was crucial. Yeah, and it's the only thing I had aside from the random time we were at a different location where folks had a, a, a console set up and they'd be gaming or something. But um, I'm glad but, that I did, I got it at the time, and I'm glad I have a Nintendo Switch now to get me through similar circumstances. For gaming, but um, as a as a whole, the game did kind of dis- disappoint. It wasn't anything special. It did feature ECW that year. I'm talking the 2008 version, so it was okay, but it was nothing to write home about. So, when you played a wrestling video game, who was your go-to guy? And, and if you want to go through each iteration. Mm. Who was your go-to guy, or if you just had one guy, who would it be? It was always based around going to The Rock first, because that was my guy, and doing anything with him entertainment-wise, doing The Rock Bottom, seeing how the graphics changed, seeing what finishers looked better or different. So it was always going to him, but then I always found myself, maybe not in every game, but in some, I went to somebody kind of random or, or weird, and I've mentioned it a lot, but it was always Farouk in those first two games. I don't know why it was always Farouk, but it was. And then as the years kind of progressed, it it became Kurt Angle. Then it became Rob Van Dam. It was Edge for a year. And it, and these guys really, they weren't my favorites to watch, but I was like, I really enjoy playing with them. I love their moveset. And then I, in my own head, I'd kind of create a fake story behind their persona or their actual storyline. And, and I'd say, you know what? RVD's never gotten that championship. Let's put him in the career mode. It's about goddamn time. And then Five Star Fox Flash, here we go. And that's kind of how I do it. It would be random, but those are certainly a few of the guys I remember playing with. It was always based around the Rock, though. Every time I would go in and 
now it's pulling the rock out of the legends category and seeing what random grade they give him. But that's it. See, that's funny because I was never a big rock fan, but he was always someone that I loved to play as. Yeah. In the his charisma even came through in video <laughs> game form through his entrance. Uh, and then I loved, I loved just piling up finishers uh, with him, and I would do three rock bottoms because. Like- like when First you can store five? Take, yeah. So he would take take the armband off, throw it, do the rock bottom. Do it again, he would take elbow. the other armband off. He'd start it throwing, he's like, nah, no, this one. Takes the, the elbow pad off, throws it. Then you do it a third time, he just looks at both arms. And yeah, he's just that's like, right. Whatever. And that was a good animation. Ah, so good. I didn't know that that happened until playing the game for like six months in. I didn't know it was an animation that was in the game until I had experienced it. I... It's just something that, because I did it twice, cause, mm-hmm. and then I, so I was like, okay, he's taking the outfit. What happens if he doesn't do it? Does he just grab, just act <laughs> like he does it? He just fakes no. it, yeah. He wouldn't do that. <laughs> um, going all the way back to WWF Royal Rumble, I loved playing as, in those days as IRS. Okay. I don't know why. I have no real There's no reason connection why. there. Because Bret Hart was my favorite back then. Yeah. When I was younger. Um, as I got older, uh, into the PlayStation era, played with more of The Rock. Um, Kurt Angle sometimes. I, you know, he's fun to play at. Yep. He has great moveset. Great moveset. So him and Brock are great. Real fun. Yeah. Once they started putting Shawn Michaels back in the games, obviously, I would gravitate towards him, but... Yep. SmackDown, I believe it was SmackDown 2, Know Your Role, is when my love affair with both Edge and Jeff Hardy started. Jeff was fun. And I loved playing as Jeff Hardy. In season mode, it was a little tough because you were always thrown into tag matches, because obviously. Mm -hmm. So I would just try and get... So in SmackDown 2, you can put yourself in a title ranking. Yep. So I would throw him into the intercontinental title scene, win the title, hold it for a while, and then... Jericho territory. Yeah, try to win try to win him a world title kind of thing. And I started doing that with Edge because Edge had the uh, education. He wow. had... The educator. Uh, educator. Uh, he did an awesome electric chair drop. That's right. Yeah. Uh, but I love the execution. That was a great move. And so that, that's really where Edge became one of my top three favorite guys. Okay. And I really hitched my wagon to him. So gaming kind of had an effect on that, kind of drew him in yes. for you. Yes. Jeff Hardy was Jeff Hardy and Edge I became massive fans of because of gaming. Yep. Was there a wrestler that you kind of fell in love with because of playing with them in a video game? Kurt Angle. And okay, Kurt, and Kurt became one of my favorites, just in the ring in general. But I'd say that right. I had a connection with him in just bring it. Maybe it might have been after just well, hard to say. It might have been just bring it. Could have been shut your mouth. Doesn't matter. But um, using his move set and really getting into him because he had a, a charisma that came through in the game as well when he was a face that made right. me pay attention. And his his move set was always nice and fun. The ankle lock was there. The German suplexes were there. The angle slam looked really good once they did additional animations to the finishers and stuff after the years. So that certainly helped me. So I'd say Kurt, that's why Kurt you know, moved up and is my favorite in ring performer of all time. And I mean, that's not a bad choice because playing with Kurt angle was a lot of fun. And what made kind of the SmackDown game so much fun is that, especially on the PS2 is that they really made you feel the impact. Yeah. I remember big the, ca- the camera angles they used and the, even the slow-mos that were there. And, and then they would hit the mat and the camera would kind of shake and oh, your controller man. would... Those were the days. But I played... Oh, man. These were awful games in retrospect, but back in the day, mm-hmm. WCW Nitro and WCW Thunder on the PS1 were me and my brother's jam. I remember I wanted to buy... There was some game I wanted to buy, but we were at my cousin's house and we're playing WCW Thunder. And my brother just goes, "See, this is a game that we should buy." 
this is amazing. Hell yeah. It's it's awful in retrospect. It's like, trash. It's a combination. Yeah. Like you had to do button combos just to do it like a suplex. Yeah. Awful. But the best part, the best part of those two games is the fact that in the character selection screen, you can play little vignettes of each character. Oh, they make little promos. Little promos, bubs. It was amazing. Uh, I, <laughs> I, can, I can hear him now. Yeah, DDP calling people other words that I don't like to say okay. because in retrospect it's just you shouldn't call people that. But that was the best part. I would go through each guy just to hear their little promo every time. Oh man. The WCW was a lawless wasteland back then. I did not well, get though, though I though I played obviously a few of the games and on the N sixty four, I'd never got into the WCW games. Not because I I mean I watched the product, we you know that, but I once I got the taste of what not acclaim, but I mean once I got the taste of THQ, it was on yeah. from there and there was really no looking back for me. Yeah, if I would have played No Mercy before mm-hmm. those games, I would never have touched those games. Another uh another kind of tidbit of wrestling video games, I had a a demo disc. I don't remember what demo disc it was, but back in those days, PlayStation One you can get. They had hundreds of demo discs you can get. Man, and one had WWF Warzone. Okay. And the match you could play was uh, Stone Cold versus HBK, just because that was they just had WrestleMania yeah, 14. That, that was hot at the time, yeah. So I remember playing that, and I didn't really know anything hmm. about WWF at the time because I was so deep in the WCW, but. I, I knew who Shawn Michaels was because I watched him when I was, you know, little. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know who the Stone Cold was or why he was a big deal. And like I, like I talked about last, uh, oh, even last episode, a couple episodes ago, about how I was told that oh, Stone Cold, he's against God. He wants he tries to because mm-hmm. of Stone Cold. And he's on. He tries to say he's on the same level as God. I, I hated Stone Cold, just because of that. Just because you heard mild misinformation thrown your way. <laughs> just uninformed bigot saying that's good. Awful. Um, but yeah, demo discs were awesome. If, yeah, seriously, demo. I mean, when you bought like the PlayStation, even the PS2 for certain gen- versions of it, it came with a demo disc at times. And it was packed full of sometimes, you know, 10 to 15 to, I remember, 30 even demos that you would play. And the demos were awful. You couldn't do much into them. They were just teasers of the actual games. But what a different mm-hmm. world it was versus now when you can obviously download demos um, of different games or even, you know, full versions for a short amount of time just to get into them. It's such a different world. And looking back, you know, I was so isolated as a kid with really no internet throughout most of my childhood sitting there on a console living off of what a disc had for me. So, a very different world, a different time. Yeah, and I... God, it's, it's such a... It was such a simpler time back then that I wish... No outside influence, bubs. That's what it was. And we didn't know that these games were trash or not because we weren't, you know... You had no comparison, I, there was no baseline. Yeah. We weren't going on the internet and reading reviews this game like we trash. are now. Meh. Oh, don't play this. This is awful. You should play uh, Warzone or uh, No Mercy. I didn't. I didn't know anything about No Mercy. I didn't have an N64. I couldn't play No Mercy. I didn't yeah. know what a grappling system was. I'm glad that I didn't, and I wasn't exposed to any of that because it would have ruined it. But no. <laughs> <laughs> would have ruined my taste for what wrestling does now. But then again. Here I am, and and behind the curtain a little bit on on me, I'm an avid sports gamer. I that's that's my thing. I'm I'm into role playing games to a degree, shooting games, first person type, and sports, and that's been me since I was little. 
And you touch that genre, but you expand it. You're into fantasy and everything else that goes into that as well and different gameplay. And for the majority of years, this is this was like my big either Christmas present or like a birthday present because I didn't have a lot of money. So what my big thing was every year was a new game. And from what I oh, remember... Christmas, huh? you know... I said, I, I lived that life too, Bubs. We, we both did. It's just like, Christmas time, I'm getting the new Madden, finally. Yeah. And that's kind of what it was. Yeah. And I remember wrestling games being released in the later part of the year, similar to how Madden kind of is, you know, the October-November frame, at least for wrestling. And I was hoping that by December I'd be able to get a new game. And that's really what I lived by for several years mm-hmm. because that was my thing. Same thing with I played NBA Live back then. It was before I was a 2K guy like I am now. And I loved Madden just the same as it, it got better. And this is yeah. really what I did. Like this was my niche hobby. Every year, I'm a, I'm a guaranteed buyer of this annual game coming up. I'm gonna get yeah. the newest one. I'm gonna get the newest one. And that's just how I was for eight, maybe nine years. See, my my birthday is in July. The new NCAA football game always came out mm. in July, July or August around my birthday. So <laughs> that was always my yearly. So. Birthday, game, Christmas, game. Those are when I got new games. I didn't just yeah. get new games when they came out. No, no way. Or I wait until they became greatest hits. And they were $20. And they were fucking 20 bucks on the side rack at Kmart. And then, if I had the allowance money or the... Oof, Bubs, you're throwing me back here. Because games... Were games 40? They weren't 50, were they, when they came out? They were... I think it was they 40... Were... But I think they were. 40. They might have been forty nine ninety nine. Maybe don't... that could be a thing. We're dealing with sixty now, sixty four with tax. But yeah, games yeah. would hit greatest hits era. They would get a different colored cover that went on the disc cover, and green. It, it, had a, it had a green edge to it. And then there you go, nineteen ninety nine, and that's kind of how I got attitude. If I'm not lying to you, that's how it happened. Bob, I so birthday Christmas got a new game. But I was an avid renter. Love renting. Me too. Great American would, video. Drop yours. I would do, oh, family video, Reed's Pharmacy. Yeah, um, the pharmacy <laughs> angle. Yes. Louisiana, Bob. I, um, I would do my chores all week. And then on Friday, so when you at Reed's Pharmacy, when you would rent it on Friday, you would get to keep it until Monday. Okay. So. We would go Friday after school, I'd rent a game, and I would keep it until Monday. And so I would rent, you know, I rented WWF Attitude, and I didn't know how to do any of the moves. Yep. I would just get lucky, and the one move I knew how to my finisher with Triple H, because I would play as Triple H, the one move that I would use as my finisher, because it's the only one I could do, he would do a bridging, <laughs> bridging German suplex. That's not him. <laughs> and that's not, and I thought for the longest time I thought that's what the pedigree was. Because oh, okay. Time, so I didn't know who Triple H was. I didn't know what the pedigree was. So I thought since I won every match with that, that that was the pedigree. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Was, I, I, what are we, we were able to do? Had because of video game. I got to do five days for five dollars. That was the rent you got to do. Oh, where at? Yeah, that's that. That's what we got to pull off. So I would get something usually on a weekend, obviously, or a Friday, and I'd be keeping it till like maybe a Wednesday or a Thursday. So I'd be able to play after school a little bit. I was living in it, Bubs. God, what a world! Yeah, I remember. So peeling back the curtain a little bit on my life. So, my grandma passed away when I was 11. Uh, grandpa didn't want anyone. He was just like, I don't, I don't need any help. I don't want anyone. All my cousins and aunts were just like, oh, let us stay here. We'll take care of you. He's like, no, I don't want any help. He goes to my dad, tells him, I want, I want Kenny to stay with me. That, that, that's what I want. I want Kenny to come and take care of me. And be here. I was over back then. Uh, no, you think some, I'm over now? I was over back Jesus, then. Jesus, I don't understand. So I would. I, my my dad told me about that, and he said, "Go rent you a game." And when that when that comes out, 
rent it again. Rent whatever games you want. So I would rent games for days, like, set of weeks. And I'm just like, at that point, I'm just like, buy me the game. <laughs> Seriously, you just saved money, yeah. But, so yeah, I, I would be just sitting in this old man's house, just playing, like, he would go to bed, and I would Living just stay up. up in the morning playing SmackDown, SmackDown 2. Um, oh, the one that I rented during that time was, was it the first or the second it was the first SmackDown versus Raw. And I was excited about it because it was the first one that had actual voice acting from the okay. rest. And it was awful. It, it sounded like they did the voice acting from inside of a trash can. Okay. Like it, it had a lot of echo and it was awful. terrible. Yeah. But, but man, it's just funny to think like how much video games and, and wrestling video games attributed to my life and, and both of our lives. A lot. They've been, a, for the most part, a yearly thing that I've either entertained or tried out or bought for the most part. I am going through a lot of my video games right now from different consoles and stuff because I'm compiling a lot of stuff into boxes and I'm looking back at sporadic years that I have, like 13, 14, 15, 16, 18, and 19. Like, why did I skip 17? Why don't I have... 20. Well, 20's trash, right? And I, even if I were to bust out my 360s, like I guarantee that I'd have four to five wrestling games from probably yeah. you know consecutive years in there. And if I still had my PlayStation 2 stuff and so on, it'd be the exact same thing. I, I'm a pretty committed guy to it because I'm committed to wrestling you know, as a form of entertainment, and I'm a gamer too, so they, they've really found a niche audience that we kind of all fall into. And I'm, I'm a big part of it, and I like it for the most part, but 2K has obviously had their struggles recently, of course. Well, let's, let's, let's get into the 2K game, because obviously that's kind of the, the downfall mm. of the wrestling video game, in my opinion, was the yearly 2K game. Right. But there's one 2K game in particular that I actually enjoyed and, and loved. Yep. I played it for hours and hours, and... Sometimes I still bust it out and play it just because I the universe. It I've had yes, and that is 2K15 with, of course, John Cena on the cover because John Cena makes everything uh, better. Yep. Well, this was 2014, Bubs. He was extremely over then, so yeah. still a guy. Uh, that was that is my favorite by far 2K wrestling video game. Yes, and it I, is for a lot of people. It was the first one for well, that, uh, new generation consoles too, so it was a, it was a big buy. So, I love the universe mode. I love the universe mode concept. Mm -hmm. uh, as flawed as these newer games are, I still love the universe mode because that's my that's my thing. That's my niche. Being able to create storylines like in my head, but can make them come to life on the screen. And I was really at my peak when it came to creating guys. So uh, Kenny Oak was running Rough Shop. You know, the Wolfman. Such a big deal. Yeah, 6'3", you know, 230. Okay. Uh, he's cut, though. And, looks good. Oh, yeah. Uh, ended the, beat the Undertaker at WrestleMania. That's how over he was. As it should have been, yeah. Uh, won the title and held it for a while, like ten months until Bray Wyatt. Good for the title. Love the angle. Still on to beat him another three times. I tried to get that title off of Bray, <laughs> but he was like, "Nope." He was getting that, getting that Kofi treatment. That's good. Yes, he held the title for like. Almost a full over a year, yeah. Until Kofi won the won the role. Now I'm now I am remembering you telling me the story now and how I was into it as much then as I am in right now. <laughs> Kofi won the. This was this was pre New Day. Kofi, he won won the Royal Rumble and mm. won the championship, and that's kind of where I stopped playing it. So right now, Kofi is my is my world heavyweight champion with. The undisputed championship belt. 
Okay, good. Good belt. Look good on Brock, that's for sure. Bobs, did you ever get into... Because 2K really took advantage of it for a couple years at least. It wasn't the best. But did you ever get into create your own finisher? No, I never did. I never did either. And I don't know why, considering I'm... That's my thing. I feel like I'd want to do it. I just... I don't know why I I never did. I like some of the finishers. Like, I was... I was a big rock bottom fan. That's my favorite finisher of all time. Yeah. Or the bookend. Speaking of going back into <laughs> giving someone a title that they deserve, I played a lot of Booker T. Giving <laughs> he he deserved better, but um, kinda yeah. No, I did. I loved. I loved creating my own entrance. That was fun. I did, I did that too. Yeah, but creating a. Uh, I've always create, uh, creating a finisher. No, that's not something I really. I focus. assumed that you got into. They're called um, the showcases, right? Two K showcase, right? Like the yeah. story, the storyline driven stuff, like about Austin, and then they did the one with like Triple H and Shawn Michaels, that kind of stuff. Those are yeah. they're storyline driven, you know, gameplays that are shorter than, you know, anything else, but, the, you know, they're based on the real stories and stuff, so. And some of them took their liberties, like, 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 what if this happened kind of thing, so that was, hmm. that was cool. I, I liked, I liked the 2K showcases. I think that's a great idea that they implemented. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what the 2K showcase was for 2K15, because I know I played it. Oh, I'm sure it was a John Cena one. Hold on. I remember wrestling Kane. The, uh, the 2K Showcase featured 33 matches. The first rivalry is hustle, loyalty, and disrespect between John Cena and CM Punk from 2011 to 13. And it finished the beginning of the McMahon one. Punk defeats Cena at Raw. The second one is Best Friends, Bitter Enemies, the Chronicles of Triple H, Shawn Michaels, and the Wrestling Stable Evolution. Yes. You know I'm into that. This is good shit, yeah. That's and- Kane because Triple H was wrestling Kane at the time. And as we get through, you know, as the internet's become a thing now, downloadable content, right, DLC have become a huge yeah. part of this, a huge part of every game, really, no matter what genre you play. Everything is based on downloadable content and updates and different patches, obviously, to fix certain things. DLC is a big part of gaming, Bubs. Why can't they just make a game fully and make it correctly? Because it's too big. Size-wise, God, it's like (laughs) installing Red Dead Redemption or a Final Fantasy onto a hard drive, Bubs. Like what I loved about the, especially like the PS1 era and the PS2 era, Mm -hmm. you got new wrestlers by playing the game. Like I remember unlocking legends season mode on SmackDown 2, and you got Shawn Michaels. And so I would just rush through it just so I can get to that point in the game. Yeah, it was a motivational thing because you, you'd sometimes learn or you'd be able to see who the hidden characters were or the, the blocked ones or whatever. Sometimes they'd be legends. Sometimes they'd be different uh, gimmick versions. Like with The Undertaker, they, they did 90s gimmicks or Biker Taker was a different gimmick that you could unlock, right? And that was a motivation because you'd either get coins or you'd have to do a certain thing to unlock or buy a character. And that shit's fun, man. Like I, I'm all about that. One hundred. You have to win one hundred matches to unlock Jim the Anvil Nightharder. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, let's do it. I'm ready. <laughs> I need to get everyone. I, I can. Just, I just need to build and, the foundation. Like I am. That's one thing about video games now that just drives me nuts is that everything is just it's it's money driven. So yeah. it's like, hey, we have these. 15 awesome wrestlers, but um, I need you to pay me $30 to unlock this pack. Here's the oh, NXT you to, guys, if you want them. Oh, you want to unlock, or you want to uh, change people's stats, or be able to give your creative character, you know, the stats you want? Yeah. Give me $5 so you can get the Accelerator DLC. It's like, yeah. no. Back in SmackDown vs. Raw 2007, for the Xbox 360, you know how you were able to have unlimited points to upgrade characters, you won the GM mode. You play oh. GM mode for one year, Let's do and it. if you come out on top, you can then 
you can then uh, edit people to your heart's desire. But guess well, what? We'd beat it in a night if they gave us, us the game. Yes. And guess what? There's ways around it. You know how I found a way around it? Gamefacts.com. Yes. And it told me that if you just release all of the wrestlers from, from SmackDown and you just simulate the entire year, you automatically win. Oh, good. I'm down for a good cheat every now and then. I'm not going to lie. And then you can just delete that save and start Fuck. start a new... <laughs> oh, I hate it. It was a lot of fun, Bugs, because you can trade superstars, you have free agents. Yeah. It was, God, that was so much fun. But I do love universe mode. I think universe mode is... It's what I, I would have killed to have it as a kid when I was gaming, you know, eight hours a day. Honestly. Or and it's, it's, that's 2K's best contribution to the series, and they've had their problems, you know, obviously. But their best part of listening to the crowd and listening to the fans and people that buy the game is to fully develop universe mode because almost everybody plays it in some form or fashion because you can, that's where you create everything that you want to see happen, your matches, your titles, your feuds, that's what we all want to do is be a fucking booker, right? I'd love to be a booker. Rollins to be feuding for the title for four months. Yeah. I you know, you could do that. Big E to be a singles guy. Push him. Running the main, the main event scene. God. You could do that. Yeah. And that was just... It was... It, it's, it's a great mode, but unfortunately... I, I don't know. It's, 2K has screwed it up and has kind of just screwed up wrestling games in general to where it. Uh, many people have put WWE 2K20 as the worst game of 2019. Yes. And with as many... I have not played it. I have not played the demo. I didn't do any of that. I wasn't into it. But as many glitches as I've seen and as many things I've seen go, go wrong, I can understand it. But um, I, I'm fully behind, and I'm ready to talk about this. I'm fully behind them not releasing a game for 2K21. I'm glad that no longer being a thing, it's off, right? So when whatever edition or whatever they're going to call 22 when it comes out next year... What do you want to see that game about, right? Because we've talked about some of the great things that we used to love from 20, 20 years ago. I don't want there to be another 2K game. No, it doesn't have to I, be 2K. I'm saying somebody's going to develop a WWE game, and it's going to be out next year. And You on the flight line again? Yeah. Uh, there's, <laughs> Are you back in Afghanistan? I, I, I was meaning to tell you this. Um, I took a flight. Too. Good. Back over to you. Why not? Um, be a, a gator driving by. Oh, good. I'm ready. <laughs> Chirping. But I don't know. I don't know what I want. I still want a universe type mode. Yeah. Whoever develops the game. That's crucial, in my opinion. Um, really, that's all that I care about. Because in the 2K20 game, or the 2K games, that's all I play is the universe mode. You know what you don't see? And it's a, it's a very stretch of a comparison, but I'm going to make it because I've been playing Red Dead a lot lately. You know what you don't see in Rockstar games? You don't see, that? You don't see generic animation glitches that, can be fixed via patch, that are fixed via patch, right? Because they take care of all that shit well before they release the initial title. So if, if anything that's going to happen, if 2K or whomever makes next year's game, we can change the release date. We can push it as long as we want. Let's not let a game be released that has any type of graphical glitch that can happen, don't let it be released because those simple things ruin fans. And it, 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 it's hurt the numbers. That's why 2K20 was bashed the way it was because on release there were tons of glitches that occurred. Small things like that, if you take care of them, we will get behind the rest of the product. Yeah. The, the grappling system, the universe mode, the create a whatever the anything we want to whatever they're going to call their you know their career mode this year where you take the life of you know your own dude or some young upstart whatever they want to do and call it we're going to get behind uh yeah whatever it is just leave the glitches on the cutting room floor 
and it seems so simple. And we're not developers. I'm not a graphical designer. I don't know what I'm talking about, but yeah. But I mean, they've done it for years. Other game companies do it. Why? Why can't we get a fully fleshed out wrestling video game? Is it because they think, oh, wrestling fans don't care? Do they think... No, we all care, because everyone here has a fucking Twitter handle, and they blast you and tag you. And say 2K's trash. But... Well, it was, so... Yeah. That's the life I don't know, so, okay. Let's, let's end it on this. What was your all-time favorite wrestling video game? WWE... Smackdown, shut your mouth. That's a tremendous pick because, and it's it's only behind here. Here comes the pain was the better game, but I was so committed to the year prior, shut your mouth, that I spent so much time. So that's the one that has so many memories ingrained in my head, and everything else that I agree with everyone else when they say here comes the pain's the best game ever. I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is, dude. But to me, shut your mouth is that game that I'm like, you know what? That was my. That's where I put a full-on year of nothing but content in my head with. And I, I'm inclined to actually agree with you and kind of go with you on that, just because you're right. SmackDown, shut your mouth, was one of. You know, other than Here Comes the Pain, it was the second best wrestling video game on the PS2. It was. It was tremendous. I I sunk an entire year into it until Here Comes the Pain came out, and I had the tornado, and I loved the tornado. He was, and it was such a. I, I had a lot of fun with it, and you know played. A lot of it with friends and and cousins, but my favorite of all time, I think I'll have to go with the PS One SmackDown game, and the one in particular, I love SmackDown Two Know Your Role. Um, the season mode was cool because when you would simulate matches, it would show you like the meter, like the momentum meter, like who's gonna. You're like, oh man, who's going to win mm. this match? That's right. Ah, oh, Valvina's beat Taz. Um, but it, it everything took so it took forever to get through it, and had cutscenes, you know, in almost every episode that would just take time, and it would take forever to load. So I would say my favorite of all time is SmackDown, the first one mm-hmm. on the PS One. Just because I, same thing, I sunk so many hours into it, playing season mode with my cousin, uh, doing Royal Rumble. I remember, I remember being Steve Blackman, trying to Yes, win. why not? I, I feuded with Vince McMahon at one point with Steve Blackman. It was so a, good. I've had a lot of feuds that I got into and a lot of characters that I all of a sudden decided I'm going to get behind. Because I'm a... Yes. I'm a big fan of the boss man in general, but I never thought he'd be a playable character that I'm like, you know what? I'm going to be the boss man. And I'm, I was the boss man for a while putting sidewalk slam on folks, man. Terrible. Um, but nowadays I play mostly just a ton of fire pro wrestling, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and you know that when you were at my house the other day, we sat and did tournaments the other day. <laughs> If it, it wasn't a, yesterday, it was a quarter of a year ago, but yeah, you're fine. Yeah, whatever. Look, my wife, big fan. Yeah, about that. So I don't need you. <laughs> the other day is not. Okay. All right. Anyway, but you know me, I'm a huge simulation fan. I love text-based simulations. Absolutely. And I am going to give a huge shout out to Adam Ryland and the guys over at Grey Dog Software and their Total Extreme Wrestling series, TEW. Uh, the latest one, I think, was TEW. I'd have been 16. I have 13. 13's the latest one I have. But you, you want to talk about sandbox. You want to talk about creating 
and having it your way. That you're the all you can. You're literally the promoter. I you want can, to book. You you can you can hire wrestlers, hire staff like like ring announcers and referees, and you make the storyline. You book every card. Like I want this guy to go over in five minutes over this guy, and he's going to cut a promo, and then this guy's going to come out and cut a promo against him, and then at the end of every card you get a rating on how the card went, what the what the crowd thought about it, and, you know, what maybe they wanted to see differently. Hmm. And you can ultimate customization. You can create wrestlers, create stables. It's like, I want this guy to tag with this guy now. And guys piss hot. And you spend them. Pretty, uh, pretty real, huh? <laughs> it's, it's amazing. I challenge anyone who is into wrestling, who is into simulation games, text-based simulations, to check out the TEW series from Grey Dog Software. Just Google Grey Dog Software, and you will find their plethora of MMA, wrestling, college football, college basketball games. And if you if you use our code ELBOW when you're uh, download, <laughs> No, that's not no. true. They're, no. not, they're not sponsoring us. But we'll have a conversation with them shortly, yeah. and we'll go from I will, there. So, uh, Big stuff. I'll... Stuff. A copy of this episode and they'll sponsor it. Anyway, that's kind of my finishing rant on wrestling video games. Yep, I am over it. I might go bust out some 2K15 right now and pull it out, see where it is. Yeah. Get it all ready and ready to go. And uh, ready to go for me. Maybe Kenny Harris will um, challenge for the tag team title since Kenny Oak uh, is not going to be challenging for the championship. Anytime for another year at least. Let me know who receives the hot tag, whether it's me or you. Let me know who's who's playing. You receive the hot tag. You are the bigger, uh, Let's go. bigger, more guy. I get beat go. up. You take the hot tag. Oh, good. That's that's kind of been our discussion on wrestling video games. Um, it's been a huge part of our lives from day one ish, really, and. I I know I have a long storied history, you have a long storied history, and all we want is for that to continue. We want the this generation to be able to have the kind of fun and commitment to the wrestling video game genre that we had our whole lives. So thank you so much for joining us on this journey through memory lane talking about uh wrestling, wrestling video games and just video games in general. You can hit us up on Twitter with your favorite wrestling video game. Maybe maybe Chris will throw up a Twitter poll about what your favorite wrestling video game was. So hit us up there. You can hit us up on Facebook, Colorado Wrestling, our podcast Facebook page, on Twitter at CAE Wrestling. I'm on Twitter at Kenny Oak Sports, but I'm really not on there that much. Um, but so if you're talking to anyone, it's most likely Chris. That's your man. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this episode. We hope you enjoyed wrestling video games as much as we have. And hopefully you continue to join us and continue to grow the show together with us. Because together we can make wrestling great again. Thank you.